There was a lot to cover. It was a busy weekend. I don't think there's any question. A lot to cover. I love that sweater you were wearing yesterday. You know, I got a lot of compliments on the sweater. It's got a kind of a cool Mr. Rogers sort of vibe to it. You know, like when Mr. Rogers would come in and he'd oh, take no. off his shoes and then he'd put on his, his cardigan Yeah, no, that's sweater. actually not the vibe at all that uh, most people discussed. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the vibe I took. It. Hey, it's, you know, teach mm. their own, you know, just in the yeah. eye of the beholder, it's, you know? Well, it's like, uh, you know, it's kind of got one of those, like, it's, you know, big sweaters are in now. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like. That, Is it, it big like, like Justin Bieber showing up at the Grammys last night big? I didn't see Justin Bieber at the Grammys. Oh. Uh, I didn't watch the Grammys yesterday. Wait, but really? Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have watched it either, but I just expected somebody to get slapped, so I, I tuned in. No, I did not. I, yeah. I, I, I did not watch it. Um, I was out to dinner, actually, with my family yesterday. Saw that uh, I'm Instagram. looking at his sweater now. No, he's wearing like a, like a suit, it, it, uh, at least the pictures I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, but he it wore was a like suit that was like big. ten times too big. Right, right. oversized yeah. suit. This right. is basically like a Kyle Kuzma, except it actually was way more fitted than what Kyle Kuzma wears. Those sweaters that he wears. But it was a cardigan. I'll call it right? like a cardigan. Yeah, yeah it's right. a cardigan. It was a cardigan. It was, like it, a it, was a car- it was cardigan-esque, but it wasn't really a cardigan. Yes. But, well, yeah. listen. I, whether you take it as a compliment or an insult, trust no, me. No, no, it I wasn't an insult or a compliment. I'm, ex- um, I'm, I'm just telling you, it wasn't Mr. Rogers. That's I like the sweater. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all. I like the okay. sweater. All right. Where'd you I'm get it? You get it like a thrift shop, or where do you get a sweater like that? Zara. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Very nice sweater. with Zara? Not really. No. Yeah. It's actually called Sada. I was going to say, uh, isn't it Zara? Yeah, but I anglicized it for okay, Captain. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. I was that. like, wait. Thank you. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, it's that. it's called Sada, but it's uh, Z-A-R-A. You've never seen that at all? I mall? love that. Story. I don't think so. I don't think so. But not I like not usually where you're getting to at a mall, is my guess. You know, like, well, I, the thing is, I don't buy clothes ever. Like ever? Like George? I'm not joking. Like I, the last time I bought clothes, it's been years. During the pandemic, I told you all I wore were sweats. Right. And the brand of sweats that but, I wear is I a mean, brand called let's Diori. Face it, That's it. We've now we've been out. You know, I mean, not. I know the pandemic is not one thousand percent over, but for the most part, everything is more is pretty much back to normal. You're right, and it's been that way for a while. So you just haven't bought clothes since. Correct, and and I've actually been thinking about that a little bit because now, when I'm getting to go someplace, I'm like, wait a second, I can't wear joggers and sneakers and a hooded T-shirt. I actually need to dress and put on clothes like a big boy. Yeah. So at some point, I'm going to have to go back out into the world of clothes shopping. But do you not done. have previous clothes that you can wear? I do. But they're kind of like, like I have one section of my closet of this is the stuff I wear all the time. And everything else in there is stuff I haven't touched in two or three years. Uh-huh. Funny that you say that because I just found a Because that sweater, by the way, I bought that like a couple of years ago. It's a nice sweater. I want to borrow yeah. it. Um, I just found in my closet <laughs> just yesterday a brand new suit, like with, with, the, um, with the tags, the tags on it. Yeah, I'm on like, it. what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Forgot I bought this thing. Yeah. So yeah, the the uh, so I had fun, and I, I don't know. Is Mason? You think Mason's going to be upset that I did a show with O'Shea Jackson Jr.? I I think so. He's territorial. He is very territorial. You know, and he's one of those guys that um, he gets jealous quickly and easily. I mean, but I, this it's not a radio show. It's a TV no, show. No, but that doesn't matter. It's a relationship, and he feels that it's his, and now you've taken it from him. That's Lindsay, what do you think? I think he probably has serious FOMO. Like, hey, why am I not doing a, a TV show or whatever this is with O'Shea? Why wasn't I asked to do this? 
Right. And, you know, I, you know, you also do the sidelines for ESPN and everything else, but I feel like Mason definitely has FOMO. If, if he's not jealous, he has FOMO for sure. Well, he's not in the league. What can I tell you? He's not in the league. That's right. So they wanted somebody in the league to host the show from um, Crypto.com Arena yesterday. And and not like Alan Sliwa in the league, like George Sedano all the way in the league. Full league. Full league, not half league. Sliwa's like a halfway. He's a home league guy. Right. If I would have known, and I probably should have just like read the Lakers press release before the game, if I would have known all of the festivities that were going to happen yesterday, Kareem and Carmelo before the game. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff that Kareem came out to, to give Carmelo that award. I thought that was cool. But but for me, the even cooler part was to have Flea play the, the national, national anthem, anthem. Yeah. on the bass and jam out, okay? A that Lakers awesome. uh, guitar bass. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really cool. If I would have known all that was going on yesterday, I would have come up for the game. But I didn't. Oh. But you were out with Chris and Rachel. So let me tell you guys something, okay? This is important that we get to this right yeah. from, the, from the get-go. Start the week off right. Mm-hmm. So Chris Morales has been very vocal in not just suggesting, but really I would say imploring me to break up with my girlfriend. Wants me to break up with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and Rachel went to meet Chris and a friend of his yeah. on Saturday morning. Yeah. We drank mimosas. Yeah. We ate a lot of food. Yeah. We had a lot of laughs. I heard you picked up the bill. Good job out of you. I did. I did yeah. do that. Yeah. Had to, if I'm being honest, George, I had to kind of think about it a little bit, you know? <laughs> Why is that? Well, because Chris was very generously offering to pay the bill. Right. And Chris and friend were going to stay a little bit longer than Rachel and I. Right. So it could have been like one of those deals where it's like, are you sure? You sure you got, dude, it's my pleasure. No, me, you, you. I'll get the next one. I mean, it was one of those kinds of things. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, if I leave and he picks up the bill, I'm probably never going to hear the end of this. No, that's true. Oh, no. You did it because of that. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure. Well, I would have loved to have done it anyway. It was my pleasure because we had a wonderful time. But more than that, I was like, you know what? I'm getting this bill. So there can be no doubt about who got this bill. I want want it to be known for the record. No, it would absolutely have become a a thing on the show for sure. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. What Chris didn't know, and I never told him this before, until Saturday morning when we all got together, I said, Chris, because Chris sat right next to Rachel. Rachel sat right next to Chris's friend, and I sat next to Chris's friend. So, like, we kind of sandwiched the ladies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I said to Chris, I go, Chris, you know, I don't don't know if you ever told you this about Rachel, but her mom was a radio star back in the day. I mean, she was on this radio show, and it was, you know, very well listened to, and she was on the radio for years and years and years, just like Chris's father was. Right, Chris's dad, yeah, legend, Mucho Morales, yeah. So the two of them had a whole thing about, well, I was 10 years old, and I was answering the phones for the for the request lines, and I was 12 years old, and I was in the radio station putting together promo material. I mean, these two were like radio lifers between Rachel and Chris, and he didn't know that. And it just immediately created a warmth, George. Um just a touchy-feely warmness between the two of them. And before you knew it, I mean, Chris was like, I love Rachel. Sorry for saying that I want you to break up with her. Wow. Yeah. A full 180. Yeah, I feel like like 180 to the point where he likes her so much more than he likes me that he wants her to break up with me now. Yeah, that would make some sense now. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was a I, lovely that, morning. It'd be great. That'd be hilarious, though. Yeah. Now she broke up with you. Right. I'm like, why'd you break up with me? Because Chris encouraged me to. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, Chris has been right. We should have broken up, but I'm going to take the initiative now. Right. Right. You should have broke up with me while you had the chance. Now I'm breaking up with you, loser. Yeah. So now, when are we all going to meet Rachel now? Because I feel like now this all needs to happen. No, it does the, need to happen. The, the show unit, you know what I mean? There's talk, George. There's yeah. talk of a Mandy's after party. Oh, no, there's no Mandy's after party for me, bro. Why not? <sighs> bro. It's, uh, what date is it? June what? June 24th. 24th? Yeah. Yeah. I hope I that's mean, right. I got stuff with the kids on Saturday morning, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I got things to do. Well, I got little kids pr- that have places to be on Saturday I, morning. Believe me when I tell you, I get it. Okay, yeah. I get it. I've been there and I've done that. Yeah. Are we broadcasting from there? Is that what's happening? You that and is me? what's happening. We're doing like a oh. pre-Mandy red carpet, like a red carpet wearing, yeah, yeah. kind of deal. Right. I, are they going to put us inside? Because I'm not going to be spitzing out there, you know, on June 25th, like uh, in a in a suit or whatever. Right. Because because uh, last night I was again I was watching some of the Grammys and I don't know who the artist was, but he was yeah. wearing this super cool like yeah. um, silvery kind of double breasted number, and yeah. I was like, that's what I should be wearing to the Mandy's. And then I thought about it and I said, but wait, I think we're going to be broadcasting pre Mandy. So unless I can change post-radio show into the Mandy's red carpet. Yeah, yeah. You can. You could do a costume change. That's totally acceptable at award shows. I'm going to have to do that, I think. I'm going to have to do that for sure. Yeah. Because it was a really cool-looking outfit. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to be wearing my cardigan on that day. tell you that right now. Yeah, it's going to be really, really hot. Uh, uh, So Mason texts in. He's in for the after party. Oh, great. There you go. So Mason will be there. John and I will then probably take a limousine back to the South Bay together. Not me. I'm uh, trying to figure out what hotel I should stay at. <laughs> trying to figure out what's the right hotel to stay at when going to the Mandy so that I can host an after party. Yeah. Very exclusive, by the way. Very. Yeah, I'm sure. Super. Yeah. Very exclusive. So, anywho. Um, yeah. All right. So, that's cool. So, it was a good weekend. It was a great weekend. Um, oh, no, wait. But speaking of Mason, yeah. you got hustled, my man. You got hustled into so Steve Mason a couple weeks ago, and he has asked me to be in this uh, baseball fantasy league that he does uh, for a number of times in the past. And I was like, Neh. you know, like and and honestly, the day w- that you guys are supposed to do it was yesterday initially. Right. So right. I was mm-hmm. going to be working. So mm-hmm. I didn't have time to do it anyway. So that was my out. But boy, did they see a sucker with you. And you did this fantasy league and. It took like 17,000 hours to accomplish. You're so right, and I hate to admit it when you're right, um, but you're right. I'm a sucker. Okay? Now, Laura, by the way, this is now two times in the last two weeks that I've been a sucker. Remember mm-hmm. remember my story oh, last week? Yep, yeah, George, yeah. you weren't here last week, but I told a story of when I went down to Loreto, Mexico, mm-hmm. and I went through the security at the airport in Tijuana, Yeah. and I was carrying with me some things. Well, I'll call Weed? them party favors. Gonna, yeah, that's what he was. I'm just going to call it party favors. I'm not going to yeah. identify exactly what it was. Okay. But Paraphernalia? They, they saw me, George, from a mile away. Yeah. They went through every single Oh, pocket. they saw you sweating. No, it wasn't so much that they saw me sweating. Laura says that it's they saw me go to the ATM machine. Oh. That was Beto, but yeah, we both agreed. Okay, mm-hmm. Beto said that. So, so they went through every pocket of every article of clothing I had oh my God. going in and then told me your choice so- is either turn around and go home or yeah. pay your fine and move on. So this is now this is the Mexican customs or the American customs? Mexican customs. Okay. Okay. 
And you know my Spanish is like veinte uh, percentage. You know what I'm saying? Veinte <laughs> percentage. Right. Yeah, that's exactly perfect. The right. way you described it is exactly perfect. Yes. Right. So, so they saw me. They went through my stuff. They found my party favors, and they find me on the spot. Wow. How much are we talking about here? Take, take a guess. How much you think? Oh, uh, now, dollars, not pesos. Right. Okay. Dollars. Yeah, dollars. Uh. $250. Bang. Exactly. Damn. Wow. Yep. Wow. Two fifty wow. in cash on the spot. Go on with your trip. Have a nice life. If not, turn around, go back to Los Estados Unidos, and don't come back for 48 hours. So, of course, I paid the fine and went on with my life. But I was a sucker. So this is when you arrived in Mexico. No, this is when I was leaving. Oh, when you were leaving? Right, when I was flying from TJ down to Loreto, but I was already oh, in Mexico. Oh, so you were, okay, now I get it. You were flying in, oh, inside yeah. the country. Okay. They told me that I've committed a crime in the country of Mexico. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Like, dumbass yeah. Californian. What can I tell you? Yeah. But you're right. And they're like, este, este gringo. See, si. Right. Yeah. And you're right, though, about <laughs> Mason. Mason suckered me into joining his fantasy baseball league. And I, I, there's no way to be nice about so, what so I'm you're ba- say. So Mason, in this case, is the Mexican TSA? Right. And I'm okay. the guy carrying the dispensary in my Wait, in No, my you're still you. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. just me. Okay. Well, you know why you got suckered into it? It's because I opted out of the league because last year I was the sucker. Oh. Yeah. So, so can I just tell you guys something? I've never played fantasy baseball in my life. Okay. Ever? Just, ever. Ever. I've just wow. recently in the last few years started playing fantasy football and I barely have the attention span to, to, to oh play Oh, my God, and that's only season. once a week. You could never do fantasy never. baseball. Never. There's so much detail. And I would imagine in Mason's League, you got to pick, like, relievers right. and all sorts of ridiculous but, stuff. But, yeah. but wait a second. But, George, you know, if you use ESPN or you use a Yahoo or a service like that, you, you pick real quick. The, the fantasy draft is over. 20, 30, 40 minutes, it's over. Everybody have a nice life. This was, like, more intense than an NFL draft. What, how the, long did it literally take? Actually, not, you know what? So hold it. Tell us on the other side, because I, I want to talk about what a disaster this fantasy league was for you, much like the Lakers season has been a complete, unmitigated right. disaster. So let's do all that coming up in the next couple minutes. We're going to be back in three and a half minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Grapefruit mimosa? Yeah, she's a grapefruit mimosa girl. I know. See, I like pomegranate, as you know. I do. Um, But I feel like pomegranate juice actually tastes good. Like yeah, grapefruit, grapefruit juice, juice tastes like crap. Very, very acidy. Yes. See, that's why I use the word acidy. I mean, it's not a real word, but I'll take it. I've, I've now grown accustomed to it. Hey, George, the, the song here, Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. Anybody remember the movie Can't Buy Me Love? Yeah, it was like an 80s, 90s teeny bopper movie. Right. And he, Patrick Dempsey mm-hmm. was the star of that movie. And it was about this dude named Ron who was this geek who was saving up a whole bunch of money for like a really high-powered telescope. But then he gave yeah. the money to the hot chick so that she would act like she was his girlfriend so that he would become a cool guy. Right. Great movie. Yeah. He also played uh, JFK Jr., by the way, many uh, a number of years ago. Patrick like Dempsey did? Yeah, he looks like JFK Jr. a little bit. 
actually, that's a pretty good call. I don't remember the movie, but yeah, he does kind of look like him a little bit. Yeah. Um, so grape. See, I like a pom- a little pomegranate. Pomegranate is sweet for the most part. Not sweet like sweet like orange juice sweet, but it has it's sweeter. Uh, and you know, pomegranate is uh, it's uh, you know it's like a superfood. Mm-hmm. Uh, grapefruit. I mean, grapefruit's good for you too. It's healthy for you. Don't get me wrong, but it just it tastes awful. Oh, I know. I'm not a grapefruit juice fan at all. So me and Chris. We were drinking the uh, we were drinking the mimosas with orange juice, right? Yeah. Rachel don't have to have the one with the grapefruit juice. There was a place I used to go to in Santa Monica that would do mimosa floats, where you would have like all the different juices with mimosa. They do like pineapple and pomegranate. That's where I found the pomegranate juice the first time. Pomegranate, pineapple, pineapple, orange. They did all sorts of different ones. They might have done a grapefruit too. That was by far the worst one. Uh, but they do like a whole float. Like they bring you a whole tray of all the different juices, and you just got it's like six or seven, maybe even eight juices. It was a lot, obviously. Chris ordered this dish on Saturday morning. I don't know what it was called, but it was like these little breakfast balls, right? So it was kind of like a, um, well, it was just a ball of stuff in it that had breakfasty stuff in it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Rachel says at the table, she goes, yo, these are great balls. Like, just innocently said it, like, oh. didn't say it anyway. Like, you know, and, and Chris was like, okay, I'm writing my notes. I'm taking notes on that one. That'll yeah. come up later in today's yeah. show, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was nice, though. Nice visit. Nice nice little visit with parts of the Mishbucha. I can tell you that right now. There you go. Very nice. Uh, so, Mason, uh, before we get into the Lakers disaster, um, let's get into your disaster of trying to do this fantasy league with, the La- with, uh, with Mason. Go ahead. Yeah, so here's the thing. I, I don't traditionally play fantasy sports, and if and when I do, I'll probably put my, my draft tracker on, like, you know, um, I don't know, computer-generated. Auto-pick or whatever. Right, auto-draft, right? Mm-hmm. So... When Steve Mason asked me to join his fantasy baseball league, knowing that I've never played fantasy baseball, I was just like, you know, it's a nice invitation. I'm really appreciative. Thank you. So I said yes. Yeah. But it was all supposed to be a draft was supposed to happen yesterday, Sunday. But then they moved it to Saturday afternoon. Well, I had plans on Saturday afternoon. I wasn't changing my plans for this draft. Right. But but I decided that I'm going to try and do it. So I was out with some friends after I got done with Chris. And company, I went to a friend of mine who had a boat who we were going out on the water and we were going to watch this country music concert off the Embarcadero in downtown San Diego. Yeah. And so I get on the Zoom and I'm not, there's no video or anything, but everybody's starting to jump on the video. This thing was supposed to start at two o'clock. It did right. not start until like 2.45 because 10 people had to sit there and talk to Steve and Ramona about the, the Lakers disaster. I'm like, okay. are you guys for real? Like we can do this on the radio Monday through Friday. So here's what I did, George. Yeah. I said to my son, who's 21 years old, I need you to do my draft for me. I can't do this. Right? So my son is away at college, and he jumps onto the Zoom, and he jumps into this thing called Fantrax, and like three hours into it, my son's like, Dad, I got to go, man. Like, I can't keep sitting here drafting. It got so long, and I, I still had them on my Zoom, even though I wasn't paying attention to anything that was going on in this draft. They suspended the draft, and Ramona and Mason were calling me going, dude, are you still in? Are you still playing? I'm like, guys, I can't figure this out. When in actuality, I just wasn't paying attention. you know. <laughs> and, and my son. So is Mason finding this out in his drive home from Burbank right now? 100%. Okay, 100%. Great. But yeah. I think Mason is probably smart enough to know that I wasn't really doing it. That's why my son was there. George, I'm not lying to you. I am not exaggerating to you at all. If the draft started at 2, at least that's when everybody got on the phone. This thing went till six thirty, seven o'clock at night. 
No way. Uh, George? George, I'm telling you. On a you, Saturday? On a wasting Saturday. five or six? Uh, no way, bro. I'm telling no you, thanks. man. Yeah. In fact, it, it was so ridiculous. I was like, what's going on here? It, before every single pick, you have to bid on a player, and everybody's bidding $2, $10, $20. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, right. I've only done ESPN fantasy football drafts. You pick a guy, the next guy is up, pick him, move on. I've never, this, I'm telling you, George, was more intense than the NFL draft. And at the NFL draft, in the first round, they give you 10 minutes to make your selection. The rest of us are sitting at home going, come on, let's go. You guys don't know who you're going to pick? This thing. I mean, like if you don't know who you're going to pick in the picks. first few rounds, like, what the hell are you doing? You know? I mean, George, listen, I don't, all I know is this. Nobody's asked me for any money. If anybody asks me for any money, I'm not giving them any money. Now, Mason says that your team is good. That's probably because my 21-year-old son, who knows what he's doing, drafted the team. Yeah. He also now says the draft ended by 530 and he was in the jacuzzi by 545. That is inaccurate. He's full of beans because when I did it, it was legit five hours long. It was so late that I fell asleep. And Mason and Ramona also had to call me and be like, hello, Lindsay, are you still picking? Are you still playing? Do you want us to give up your team? And I was sleeping. I was like, you guys, it's two in the morning. I got to go to bed. When they told me it was one catcher and nine pitchers, I thought, okay, so there's ten players. I don't know how this how the rules work, but all I get are nine pitchers and one catcher. That's that's this baseball league. I don't know. In the meantime, George, I'm telling you right now, it's a Saturday afternoon. I'm so who's on, on this roster? Do you have the big like relievers too? Um, yeah, let's see here. I'm looking at my pitchers right now. Oh God, what a disaster this is. And and I don't is this an everyday thing? I got to communicate with people by email oh, yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, you got to do this every day. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I can't. So it's not on like a website? It's not like on ESPN or Yahoo or anything? No, it's on a website called Fantrax. That's another whole disaster. You know, half of us are on Zoom, the other half of us are on Fantrax. I mean, listen, don't, Steve, listen to me. I'm super flattered that you invited me. I'm flattered. I can't say no to things like this. But I also can't say yes to this because I don't know what I'm doing. Now, I'm trying to get George and Lindsay and Laura to say, hey, let's make this a team fantasy baseball thing. Do not rope me into that. Um, No, bro. Yeah, I'm Hard good. pass. I'm looking at this Fantrax website. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I've never even heard of this thing. I don't know where it's these the guys home of came fantasy baseball. It says. I mean, look, the people who are in this league—they all seem like lovely people. They're all—they all seem to be wonderful. Congratulations! Oh, wait, Ramona wait. has chimed in. Ramona okay. has chimed in on what text. What is Ramona saying? I was about to she say says, to her, congratulations to Ramona for her, her, her whole series that's about to be picked up by by FX. Yes, yes, that is congratulations to her. Yeah, she and I have spoken about that previously. Um, so. She says it's Mason's fault for not prepping you. Yeah, Ramona pretty much told me, sorry to air you out like this, Ramona, but Ramona pretty much told me that this is sort of like a Mason initiation thing to me. Like, this is sort of a Mason hazing. She's like, he's hazing you. Amazing? amazing? Right. She's like, Scott, don't you understand that, you know, he's already gotten to Laura. He's already gotten a no from Sedano. Uh, He knows Ireland will have nothing to do with this. He's like, you're like the last guy that refuses to say no, she's like, so he's hazing you is what he's doing to you. Yeah, she just said it's like rookie hazing. You're getting mazing. At no point does Steve Mason say to me, hey, listen, just as friends, I want to tell you, man, you know, this is going to take a a big chunk of your day. So be prepared that that it's going to – the draft is going to start at 2. It's going to be over at 6. Just to let you know, it's a four-hour deal. There's no warning of any kind. So I, I put on my video on Zoom, and I showed everybody where I was at. Because I was like, yo, I'm not giving up where I'm at to sit down here and do this draft. To which Ramona said, and I quote, that's a flex. That is a flex. So she told me. She said, you're flexing on it. She's right. It was a flex. Total flex.
It was. I don't sure. blame you. I would have flexed. Yeah, I was flexing. I did a uh, I did the Trudell NBA draft like uh, while I was hiking. Oh, see, okay, that. But but let me ask you something. If you're doing the the Trudell NBA draft, was it on ESPN or Yahoo or something like that? It was on Yahoo. So okay, a, so easy. It's a little right? easier. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is and you only have like three, like two minutes between picks or between picks or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you got to be Andrew Friedman to be able to figure out how to draft in this thing. <laughs> I'm not joking, George. I'm not joking at all, man. All right. Speaking of not joking, we're not joking, or we weren't joking when we told you like ten or. 14 days ago, the Lakers were probably not making the play-in. Here we are, knocking at that door. We'll get to that and that disaster next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, Casey and JoJo. You have no idea what this song is, Cap, is my guess. You know, I'm, I'm listening to it. I'm trying to take it in. And I have to unfortunately agree with you. I got oh, nothing on this. Damn. I mean, for the love. Damn. I had hope. Why? What? 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 I mean, this song. I mean, down. this song is like a song, man. You know what I mean? Like is it a 1998. Banger? What were you doing in 1998 when Casey and JoJo were singing "All My Life"? Jeez, 1998. What was I doing? Hmm. Starting to come All right, back clearly to me, not yeah. much. So there you go. There's that. It's starting uh, to come back to me. Dang, yeah. Cap. I had to shut my mic down just because I was singing my lungs out over here. Really? But, Casey yeah. and Jojo? Oh, my God. I mean, Casey it's an unbelievable amazing. song. It's very singable. There's no question about that. Um, it's got a lot of singability? Yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. Lindsay, when you and I were going over this list earlier, like immediately, I was like, oh, yeah, Casey and Jojo. You got to have that in there. That was like the soundtrack to my middle school years. <laughs> You go to like all the dances and yeah. oh yeah, man, totally. Yeah, I mean not my middle school years, more like my college years, but nonetheless, uh, yes, still a bit, yes, yeah, still a big part of like the, uh, you know, what was going on in the world in 1998. I'm going to learn the song because I get a lot of requests from 710 listeners that want me to yeah. sing certain songs as we rejoin from the breaks. Yes, I'm going to yes. learn it, and if you say it's got singability to it, and you guys all seem to know the words, we should make for a nice. Uh, you know, nice crew here. Nice force to sing that. with a great text. So many teenage makeouts to Casey and JoJo. Every homecoming dance. Totally. That is a total makeout song when you're at the, the, the school dance. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe you and Rachel should dance to Casey and JoJo at the Mandy's or something. It's a good idea. It's a really yeah. good thought. <laughs> hey, by the way, I've decided just in the commercial break, I've made a decision, an executive yeah. decision. Yeah. I think I'm going to hire a manager to manage my fantasy baseball team in the Mason fantasy fantasy baseball league. So you're going to pay the money to be in the league and then hire a manager on top of that? Right, because here's the thing. If I have to pay $300 to join this league, which nobody you told me. You want to win it. Right, wait, yeah. Nobody told me how much it was to get in. And if you would have told right. me $300, I would have said, no, thank you. Yeah. Nobody told me that it was five hours on a Saturday afternoon. If they told me that, I would have said, no, thank you. Right. And if everybody would have told me that this is a very complicated fantasy baseball league, I would have said, no, thank you. Three strikes, yeah. I'm out. 
But now that I'm in and Mason is going to hold me to pay the $300, thank you. I'm going to hire a manager. Um, who who do you want to hire? Well, I've already or started Hurst-Heiser to get some... or something. I don't know. I mean, he's busy. He's doing games. You know? I understand. I've already gotten a lot of tweets from listeners. Millions, as a matter of fact. How about your How about your boy Adrian Gonzalez? Adrian Gonzalez, I think, has the um, he's got the baseball acumen. I don't know yeah. that he's got. He's the also busy because he's yeah. also going to be on Spectrum. So there's right. that. it's a serious, serious time commitment. You need to make that very clear up front. Well, I'm yeah. going to pay. Someone. You got to pay your manager properly. Right. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay a manager. I'm going to pay a manager. To now, manage what, shouldn't my it be someone in the? Oh, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do this. And by yeah. the way, Chris, I want to make sure we make reference to the Heath Ledger thing. Heath Ledger, still, I, I, I don't care who plays the Joker moving forward. And I know that in this new Batman movie, everyone's talking about the new Joker or whatever. No, there is no Heath Ledger. Okay, like Heath Ledger's performance in Bat in in uh, the Dark Knight is probably never going to be rivaled, in my estimation. Uh, but I did want to mention that since since Chris had that in the rejoin. Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so here's what I think we should do. I think you should hire a listener to be your manager, and this is how we do it, okay? Because mm-hmm. this is much more interesting than talking about the Lakers disaster, which we have two and a half hours to talk about, okay? We have started, or I've started, or we've started, a community on Twitter. So if you so- go on Twitter now, there's a tab that says community, okay, and or communities. And I started one just the other day where I invited people that just tweet us a lot, right? So there's 39 members in this community. We hadn't really promoted it yet. We were going to promote it when we get on the air. Um, and basically, it's the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. So when you go on your Twitter, whether it's on your phone or on your desktop, there is uh, you know a little section that says home, explore, communities, notifications, messages, bookmarks, profile, et cetera, et cetera. So you go to the communities part, you click on that, and then what you want to do is in the communities section, there's a little like a, you know, like a little hourglass thing or whatever, magnifying glass. You click on that, and it says search communities, and you type in Sedano and Cap, and boom, there it is, the Sedano and Cap circle of trust. So what you want to do there is this is how we, we've made it exclusive, Kaplan. Okay. I understand. Exclusive, Please. but yet inclusive mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you gotta basically ask to be in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. But here's the deal: once you are a member of the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, you can then invite anyone else into the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust community on Twitter. I think one thing that you might want to do is do a video showing everybody exactly how to do this. Because I was following you the entire time. Click I sent here, you the video. That. Oh, I know. I think yeah. we need to put it out there on Twitter so everybody understands. So I'm going to put feature. it in the community. There you go. Great. But right. you got a request to be in the community to see the video. I'll tell you right now, we're going to have a very tight-knit community of people. And when you call the show going forward, if you're in the community, you should probably identify yourself by your communal name. Right. Like there's this guy, Alan Slee was Murphy Bed. Right. He should call in and say, hey, guys. It's at Alan Sliwa's Murphy bed. And by the way, this Alan Sliwa's Murphy bed has a picture of Sliwa with hair. I didn't even know Sliwa had hair at one point. Back in the day. Yeah, I think back in the day. One time he did. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, um, so that's who you should pick someone in the community to be your manager and you can pay them. Yeah, because like here's a guy named Shane Voiles who's already saying, seriously, dude, I will manage your team for free. I'm serious. Now, here's another guy. SoCal sports guy. He says, you want me. 
to manage your team. Trust yeah. me, Cal. Well, you you got to get the community. If you if that's step one to be considered as a candidate. Agreed. Right. You have to first be able to prove that you're capable of joining the community on Twitter. If you're capable of doing that, yes. that would tell me that you're then probably capable of dealing with this fan tracks thing that I'm incapable of. Correct. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Right. That's how we'll do it. Join the community. Join the community. Good idea, so anywho, by the way, out of you. Good idea. Really good. Yeah, you know, I figured you know, you know everybody else at the station is going to be jealous now, you know. No, they're going to all try to start their own communities, but we'll know who the original community was. Well, that's what's going to happen. Everybody's going to be like, wait a second. I didn't know Twitter had a community. Well, how come Sedano and Cap have a community? You know? And then they're going to yeah. find out. Mason right now is listening right now, texting Greg furiously through Siri, saying that we need to start a community. Right. How come they beat us to a community on Twitter? We're so, yeah, if you go like to the that. community section in tw- on your Twitter, um, you'll see it's right where it says, similar to where your notifications or whatever are, there'll be a little thing that says community on it. Uh, whether it's on the phone, on your phone, it's right next to your mentions. Uh, and then on the uh, desktop, it, you'll see it. It literally says communities uh, under home and an explorer and, in, you know, above notifications. But on your phone, it's right next to the thing that says mentions. So then you do that and... There you go. Then you can you go type in Sedano and Cap, like N as an ampersand, and then uh, and then you can click to join. And then you you will we will get the request, and that's how we go. And you will pick the manager from there. George, what if we did during the week some managerial interviews? Yeah, you know, like where people call and they say, "I want to be the manager. Here are my credentials." We can question them a little bit, and then we can decide together as a team. Yeah, I don't know. And then whoever win, if if we win. I will split the winnings with whoever the manager is. Wait, what do you mean you're going to split? Why would you get to split? Well, I'm the one who has to take the risk. I'm the one who has to put up the original $300. Well, oh, well that's true. You are putting up the money, so there's that, yes. Right, so I put up the yeah. 300 now, Okay, so half and half. Well, By the way, Mason just texted in. He yeah. thought he was texting you, but he texted someone named uh, Cam instead by accident. Okay. Um, because it, 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 they, it, their, their Gmail address came up here real quick. Uh, and he says, hard pass on community. All right, Mason, that's fine. You don't, we don't need you. you that's actually even better. So I would love go. it if Laura Mason would just, text me and tell me yeah. just one thing. If I'm putting in $300 for this fantasy baseball league, what's the winner get? I mean, there's, oh, I don't know. It's a good question. That is a good well, question. Well, how many right? teams are there? Good question out of you, Laura. Or in this case, Lindsay. Let's see here. I've got, uh, I don't know how many teams there are. I'm looking. I'm looking. Let's say for there's it right like now. ten teams, something somewhere around like three thousand dollars, something like that. Should be a yeah. 20, nine teams. You know, I think I've got nine teams at three hundred dollars. It's twenty-seven hundred dollars total. So they probably have like a second and a third place. So somewhere around like two grand, I guess. Okay. Something so like that. think about that. You could win a thousand dollars by being my manager. Well, you could probably win more like eight hundred and fifty dollars because you know first I got to take out my three hundred for putting it in, then we split the the net. Yeah. By the way, Sliwa's Murphy bed is on the phone. He wants to talk to us. The kid, the kid who does the Twitter account. Scott, how you doing? Yo, what's up, dude? Hey, I wanted to interview for the uh, position. <laughs> you want to interview for? Manager All right, so let's do this. If you want to interview for the manager position, we're gonna put you on hold, and we're gonna do this on the other side. Okay, let's take a quick <laughs> break. We're gonna be back in in one minute and forty five seconds. Okay, actually, you know what? Forget it, Laura. Let's just combine the breaks. Bring Murphy's Sliwa's Murphy bed back on. All right, go ahead, Scott. Interview this guy right here. Hello, Sliwa's Murphy Bed. How are you, kid? I'm doing well. I'm a man. Well, I call everybody kid. It's okay. Right. I'm uh, a man. Yeah, I'm a grown man. <laughs> Please refer to me as man. That's a drop, by the way, for yeah. Chris. Give that to Chris. I am a man. Uh, how much fantasy baseball experience you got? 
I've done it for the last two years. I did a ESPN league, though, with some friends from college. Okay, and did you have to put money in? Uh, it was just $50 each person. There's there's eight people. Okay. And then, and, uh, yeah. And did you, did you win either of these leagues? I got third two years ago. Uh, last year, I didn't do so hot. See, George, this automatically, like, to me – I need championship caliber management here. Wow. Not third place wow. management, you know? I mean, the, so what? But you, I mean, you know, like, you, you, Joe Torre was a laughing stock before he was hired as the manager of the Yankees. Like, they literally, you know, he was, t- he was terrible, uh, you know, in other stops in Atlanta or St. Louis. And then he became one of the greatest managers in baseball history. What's to say that Alan Slee was Murphy bed? This guy here is not that guy. He's not you know, the Joe you, Torre of fantasy baseball. You, you bring up a good point. I mean, let's face it, before Dave Roberts became the manager of the Dodgers, no one thought, well, hey, we got to have a guy who's Correct. won a couple of World Series. I mean, Dave Roberts has proven to become one of the great managers of his era. So maybe I should give uh, Sleewis Murphy better an opportunity. You got to ask him the most important question, you know, that they ask when they interview. Why do you want this job? I I, I want to represent the community. Um, I've been apart for what four days now since Sedano sent the invite a couple of days ago, and uh, you know I'm a Long-time listener, big fan. I also listen to a podcast from Kaplan San Diego feeds. Um, found out about that a couple of weeks ago, and I've been listening to it. Um, so I, I think I could re- represent him well. And So, so now, um, now Sleewa's Murphy bed. Sleewa's Murphy bed. Christopher Morales yeah. says that you actually sound more entertaining than the real Slee. Uh, how do you feel <laughs> about that? Uh, you got a dial to him? <laughs> oh wow! Wow! I like was Murphy Ben. He's like taking swings. Very good. He might be a winner. Jeez. All right, so listen, we'll 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 put your resume uh, under consideration. Sleeve was Murphy Ben. Okay. It. All and right. We'll, we'll so, communicate in the community. Move yeah. him right nope. to the finals. Yeah. So I've just uh, Laura put out uh, how you joined the community. I have uh, retweeted it. Uh, so if you go uh, to Laura at Unique Q. Uh, uh, <laughs> Unique. U-N-E-E-Q underscore, right, yes. Uh, and then I've retweeted it, you know, later on, Cap, later on, not right now, because, uh, you know, we all, I mean, unless you want to, Lindsay and, and Cap can retweet it as well, you know, during the show, and then more people can join. So there you go. We've already got, people are joining, you know. The I'm on it. So there you go. All right, here's like some people already getting on me here, like 805 Raiders, like, yo, can you let me in the community, bro? Yeah, you're you got, in. We just told you how you get into the community. Yeah, That's you're in. Works. All right. So, anyway, if you get in the community, Cap will interview you as his fantasy manager in Mason's Fantasy Baseball League. So, how about that? You know, one other thing, George, Mason's telling me that the entry fee to the Fantasy League is $600 and you can win $4,000. Why did he tell me it was 300 Wait, yeah, I thought it was three hundred. I no, that's what I said. I said I thought it was something like three hundred. I didn't know what oh, wow. it was. Six hundred, you know? Cap. You're going to be like a, a grand in when you buy hire a manager too. Six hundred dollars to play fantasy baseball that I can't even understand. Got suckered and in. By the bro. way, Mason, you are a sucker, dude. Um, Mason has also t- texted us that said Sleewa's Murphy bed has a terrible resume, but you know he could be the Joe Torre. You never know. Could be the Dave Roberts. Could be the Joe Torre. Six hundred uh, pesos right. is a different deal, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, listen. Speaking of spending a lot of money, the Lakers spent a lot of money on what ended up becoming a lemon this season, okay? And I would venture to say this. And, you know, James Worthy has said this previously, and, and we kind of talked about it, we kind of hemmed and hawed about it. But I think now, looking back, James Worthy, big game James was 100% right. This is absolutely the biggest disappointment in Lakers franchise history. I think I'll buy that. 
I mean, because when you go back and you look at some of the really bad teams that Kobe Bryant was on, nobody really thought they were going to be any good. Correct. So when you use the word disappointment in Laker history, you think to yourself, well, what did we expect from those really bad Kobe teams? Nobody expected a championship. With this team, everybody was celebrating a championship before the season even tipped off. And it's just become, listen, I thought we'd hit rock, rock, rock bottom a few weeks ago. But now in a six-game losing streak where LeBron's in, then he's out, then he's in, then he's out, and now Anthony Davis is complaining about what we could have been if it wasn't for all the injuries. I mean, George, this season ends this Sunday. Let's not talk about playing games. Let's not try and figure out scenarios. If they win, if San Antonio loses, let's just put this thing to bed because this season was an unmitigated disaster. It was. I mean, there was – I mean, eight games into the season. Remember, I picked them to win the title. And eight games into the season, I started this show, you and I did, okay, and said, I have made a huge, huge, huge mistake. And everyone called me an alarmist. People thought I was nuts. And here we are now again. And in retrospect, we were 100% right that this team was a complete disaster. Yeah, and it just keeps getting made to be worse. You know, just for example, yesterday they play this game against Denver. They're coming off this loss against New Orleans, which the last two games against New Orleans were both absolutely must-win games. They go into this game yesterday, there's no LeBron, and you got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying what he says about LeBron, and the media picks that up and it becomes instant headlines. And then, as if that wasn't enough, you got Kareem says what he says about LeBron, then backpedals. Then you've got the Lakers losing the game against Denver. And then today, you got Magic Johnson on a tour at ESPN in Bristol and in New York, I suppose. New he's York. On, he was in New he's York. on Keyshawn's show. He's on yeah. Greeny's show. He's yeah. on he's on Stephen A's show. And regardless of what you think about what Magic said today, for those of you that heard it, the bottom line is it's Magic, Magic freaking Johnson is essentially placing the blame for this year at the feet of LeBron James. Again, we, we can sit here and analyze what he said and what was accurate and what wasn't. We can do that all day. Well, and just... we can't. So do we have some of the audio? Do we have the audio of where he, he's... Okay, the, the one on LeBron and DeMar DeRozan. That's the one we're looking for. I know that there's six of them, but can we have that? Because I, I, I do think there are some things, and I love magic, okay? But there are some things that he's not necessarily comprehending um, that uh, factored into this equation. Okay, let me hear the, the magic on DeMar DeRozan. Okay, so, and then he went on to basically say that, uh, that LeBron wanted, that DeMar wanted to come to the Lakers, but then Ron, LeBron got hooked up with Russ, and that's what ended up happening. Okay, fine. What I would say to you is this, though. Not all of that is 100% accurate, Okay. And what I would say is not 100% accurate is that, yes, DeMar did want to be a Laker. But the Lakers, and when I say the Lakers, I'm not just talking about LeBron because this isn't the LeBron part of the equation. The Lakers did not want to give DeMar DeRozan a three-year deal, to my knowledge. Okay, My sources have told me that that the Lakers did not want to give DeMar DeRozan a three-year deal, which the Chicago Bulls did because the Lakers wanted to conserve cap space for 2023 when LeBron is a free agent to potentially rebuild the roster however they feel fit, okay? So that part of the equation is not considered in what Magic mentioned there, okay? 
Because to his point, he said, I'm just, I'm doing the no look, right? Jay will, I'm doing the assist, right? That's what he said. But that, that part of the equation wasn't discussed there because he was not privy to that. Okay. Right. But, but what you're saying in terms of the accuracy of the situation and why did the Lakers choose not to go in the DeRozan direction? That's fine. The, the, there's, there's accuracy over here, and then there's Magic's opinion over here, regardless of accuracy. Magic's no, opinion. No, no, those two things are work together. Is okay, what they I can would work say. together. They can, that's I fine. don't think that those things are, are, are mutually exclusive. They, they don't have to be. All I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to say for right now, just work with right. me for one second. There's okay. what you know, which yeah. is what we're going to call the accuracy bucket. And then there's what Magic is saying, which is the Magic Opinion Bucket. All I'm trying to say is this. Accuracy aside, Magic Johnson goes on every ESPN show that he could go on today, and he essentially says, I'm just kind of paraphrasing No, I don't believe he's just blaming LeBron, though. Like, I, I didn't, you and I heard two completely different interviews then. Okay, here's what I heard. Um, we could, we, the Lakers, because when, when Magic talks he about He refers the Lakers, to them as we. It's yes. always we. We, the Lakers, could have had DeMar DeRozan, but the reason we don't have him is because once LeBron started talking to Russ, that's when the DeRozan thing went out the window. So I'm, this is me now, I'm magic, I'm putting it on LeBron. Right, but then he also went on, but he also went on to talk about how Westbrook hasn't taken accountability. Totally right. And how AD can't stay healthy. Completely And that he talked about how LeBron has been incredible this year. Yes, sir. And how LeBron is not to blame. Like, so he did say that too. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, clearly. You didn't hear that part. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. I heard what I wanted to hear. Yes. Oh, well, again, this, this, now this. This is the root of, of what we're discussing here. Yes. <laughs> hey, all I heard was this. You wanted to him to blame LeBron. I heard So you took the magic. one morsel yeah. of when he actually said, yeah, LeBron played a role in this, which we all know he did, um, because Rob Palinka has told you that they work in unison more times than not. And the one time they allegedly did not work in unison was the trade deadline. And we know for sure that uh, LeBron and uh, LeBron specifically was vocal about that, according to reports from Dave McMenamin. Well, so I'll just tell you, I mean, listen, I listen to all those sound bites today from magic. And yeah. the one thing I walk away from is, wow, LeBron is on the bench. The Lakers have lost six straight. This season's a disaster. And to make matters worth, make matters worse magic is essentially saying we could have had DeRozan and we would have had DeRozan if right. it wasn't but for what LeBron I'm telling talking you, to Westbrook what, what I'm telling you and that maybe was part of it but what I'm telling you is the Lakers also were not willing to go three years with DeMar DeRozan and by the way the other part where magic is not right either and again I love magic Johnson but if the Lakers were going to try to get DeMar DeRozan, they would have had to have done a sign-in trade because he was a free agent, which also then means that they would have been hard-capped at $140 million because Magic went on to say, yeah, we would have gotten DeRozan and Buddy Heald, and all of a sudden it's a done deal. And that probably would not have happened. I mean, maybe it still could have happened, uh, just depending on who was in that Buddy Heald potential deal. And then he also talked about keeping Caruso, which I, I don't think that definitely could have, couldn't have happened. Um, because Caruso wasn't going to take less money than he did in Chicago. So Chicago came in and told DeMar DeRozan, we're going to give you three years, $85 million, okay? And they told Caruso, we're going to give you all this money. And the Lakers weren't willing to give him anywhere near that kind of money, which Ramona has reported already before. So while Magic is saying – no, no, while Matt, no, I'm telling you those things It all may be true. 
Yes. Everything you so while Magic is true. out here saying all this stuff, what I'm telling you is there are reports to the contrary already, and plus I'm telling you that I, I, I have it on fairly good authority, okay? I'm not reporting this, but I have it on fairly good authority that the Lakers wanted to conserve cap space for 2023 and were not willing to go to a third year with DeMar DeRozan. The Bulls were, hence he goes to Chicago. All seems fair to me, George. However, one thing here. It's kind of like, like the show Winning Time. It's kind of based in the truth, but there's some exaggerations. Same thing yes. with what Magic said today. It's yes. kind of sort of based in the truth, but it's got some Magic exaggerations. And for well, those of us that love Magic, we just hear what Magic says and we go, yeah, what he said. And clearly you also don't listen to Magic because coming up next, you're going to hear why Magic said he feels sorry for LeBron. So let's do that on the other side. We're back in four minutes.